Well, good morning. It's great to be with you at In Church, at home, wherever you are gathering today. To everyone in Canberra, right across Western Sydney, wherever you are, it's great to be with you. As Pastor Jack said, my name is Darren Bunnell, Darren Francis Bunnell, and together with my wife Brom, we leave a church called uh, uh, the Chapel Collective, based in Tamworth, throughout our region, etc., uh, really looking forward to this morning with you. Two things I'd like to mention right up front. Um, the first is tonight. You know, we are genuinely expectant about tonight. We're preparing our heart. I feel like early this morning, hear a really clear word from God. And, and so looking forward to being with you tonight. More than bringing the word, I absolutely am convinced that something is going to go on. I know that Pastor Jack is quite stirred in his heart about gathering tonight, and we're looking forward to that. So hope you can register right now. Be here. Who can you invite? Let's fill this place. And I'll quote him from last night when he said, let's hope that you become the first person that gets, uh, is, isn't allowed in because we're too full. So hope you can be part of that tonight. We'll be praying right across the day and preparing for that to come. Just do want to take a moment to um, honour your senior pastors, um, Pastor Jack and Pastor Carol, really are incredible leaders, as you know. Um, Bron and I personally, we consider them to be our pastors. And, uh, you know, I sit with hundreds of pastors across the year doing incredible things. But for us, there's something about them uh, that is unique and rare, and, and they inspire us to continue to lead and move forward, to love people, live for Jesus in a unique way. And so we really want to honour them. Thankful for the opportunity to be in church at home with you today as we come to this word. So let's get into it. I want to talk to you today about expansive potential. I think there's incredible expansive potential in people and in churches. And my life at some level is obsessed with that. It's obsessed with the idea that we could or God might get out of you the expansive potential that he's placed within you and with, from the local church, the expansive potential that he's placed within it and within her. And so how to fulfill every ounce of our God-given potential that we would live every purpose in our God-appointed future. How to fulfill every ounce, every tiny piece of our God-given potential in a way that really positions us to live out every moment, every assignment in our God-appointed future. I think that is the best way for us to live our lives, for you, for me, you know, that we would live our lives that way. When I look around at Jesus' church, when I look around at Jesus' people, I just think there's so much potential. I think there is more potential in most people than they fully grasp. And there is way more potential in most churches than we have yet fully lived. And so this morning, my prayer is that something would go on in you that actually leaves you changed, wrestling, stirred, that from this moment on, if not for a moment before, that you would live in pursuit of God, that the fullest of the, all of the potential that he has placed within you would be fully employed across your life. There's so much in us. You know, even when I think about uh, your church for a moment, just um, in Penrith here, where, where it's positioned, right on the edge of the freeway, you know, as I'm driving in this morning, as someone from Sydney who's been in the country for a long time now, I just look at the vast 
exploding um, potential of the place in which you stand and think what an incredible story your church is and that God has brought it to this moment where it sits on the edge of something, I think, beyond that which we fully grasp. A new season and a new day just by looking at the sheer harvest all around us. It's incredible. And I think that the greatest days of your church are truly, are truly in front of you. And that this is a moment where we would grasp today the expansive potential that's here, the expansive potential that's in you, and the expansive potential of God's kingdom right across this city, this region, and even where you are in that great city of Canberra. So how to fulfill every ounce of our God-given expansive potential that we would live every purpose in our God-appointed future. Jesus um, tells his story. Many of you will be familiar with it. He tells a story one day uh, where he gives three people uh, different amounts of talents, coins, money, whatever you want to call it. But he gives them three different varying capacities to go. Uh, he talks about the master, their master giving them three different capacities to go and to put what he's given them to work. And so they step out, and, and you might or might not know the parable or, G, or the, the story that Jesus is telling. And, and one guy gets five talents, and he, he goes and he puts that to work. He doubles it. One guy gets three, puts that to work, and he doubles it. And one guy um, gets one, and he, puts that, he doesn't put that to work. In fact, he does nothing with it. This God-given capacity, uh, this God-given potential that some fully use and one guy doesn't even put to work. And so they return to the master and, and with the guy who did nothing, he's pretty clear about where that ends. But to the other two, to the other two, it's not about how much they started with because everybody's different. You live in a city of a million people. I live in a community of 50,000 people. They're very different places. But the, the point is that we would take the capacity that God has given us and that we would fully, fully put that to work in a way that makes a kingdom difference. And so the, the capacity um, was put to work for a return and we know that they fully leveraged their potential in the moment. And there were different levels of expansive potential, but they, two of them put it to work. And what he gave each one, that, that was the master's business, not theirs. But what was their business was to do what they, to take it and put it to work and, 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 and to make the most of what they had been given. And so then what I love about this is not only were they given something, nobody gets everything, everybody gets something. Not, not only were they given something, but then when they come back having leveraged it fully, God places his supernatural expansive or the master places his supernatural expansive on that which has already been given. He gives them the next. He gives them more expansive potential and it's a picture of God and that he will, once he has given to us what he has asked us to steward, that the capacity he will then, as we steward that, he will pour in new capacity into our lives. And I think that's the incredible thing about this. There is a natural limit to what we are capable of, but then there's the supernatural ability of God to pour into that and add on to that and do something miraculous with our lives. So how to fulfill every ounce of our God-given expansive potential that we might fulfill every purpose in our God-appointed future. Let me pray and let's get straight to the principles that will help. Heavenly Father, thank you for every person in every room today. Pray for your presence, Lord. Uh, Lord, I know you're there in every room. I pray you'd still every heart. 
pray you quieten every mind and I pray you draw every person to the attention of your spirit and to the work of your word you're about to do. Lord, I pray for something supernatural to go on today in people's lives, a stirring by the spirit of God for the purposes that you call them to. I pray for every lie of the enemy which would tell a person they don't have too much. And I pray for every lie that would say to a person, you should have more than this, that we might be those, Lord, who take hold of everything you've called us to and live it out fully in this life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So let me take you to the Bible. Exodus chapter 23. We're going to read verse 31. And in Exodus 23, 31, the Bible says this. I will set your boundaries from the Red Sea to the Philistines, from the desert to the river, for I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand and you will drive them out before you. I love this little promise, uh, promise here in Exodus 23 verse 31. It's, it's an incredible promise about the future of God's people, about the expansive promise that God's going to give to them, the expansive potential that is in them and in front of them. And, and the promise that God makes here is just massive. I mean, I want you to think for a moment that these people have been slaves for 400 years. 400 years. I was never good at maths. In year 11, I did what they called, we commonly called maths in the sandpit. It was for people who couldn't really do maths who had to pick up the unit. But I'm not sure exactly, but 400 years, I'm thinking, is about 14 generations. Can you think of what 14 generations of being a slave would do to the psyche of a people? And in the midst of that, God speaks to his people and says, I want you to know it's not just about freedom from slavery. It's about expansive promise. This, this must have been, freedom must have been unthinkable for them. Expansive promise, that must have been almost unfathomable to their human minds. And as we gather today, maybe the promise of God, as it is in the future, for your life, for imaginations as a church, maybe history has limited what's possible in the future. I just want to take the shackles off today. Go, hey, God's not limited by that. God, God's got a plan way beyond that and that we might open ourselves up to expansive. God gives an expansive promise. You might call it a, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask, think or imagine. That kind of promise. And I wonder in your life and I wonder as a church if that might be the case. And so it says here, God's going to deliver the inhabitants. Praise God for that. And you will drive them out before you. And this is really important as we get moving. There is the part that God will do, but there is the work that he calls us to. That he will drive them out, but that, uh, sorry, he will deliver, but there's part of it where they, they must drive them out. There's a partnership of God and them. I will deliver and you will drive them out. And, and the expansive promise always has those two components going on. But it's in the next verse that I want us to look because the key to expansive potential and expansive promise is found in the verses that precede the statement we just read. Exodus chapter 23, verses 29 and 30 say this. I will not drive them out in a single year because the land would become desolate and the wild animals too numerous for you. Little by little, I will drive them out before you until you have increased enough 
to take possession of the land. Such an interesting statement. Think about what God's done already. He's delivered them from 400 years of slavery in a miraculous way. He's delivering them and taking them into promise that is miraculous beyond their ability and beyond their mind's natural concept. But against that backdrop, he says, this is how it's going to happen. It's going to be little by little. Now, I'm not sure what that does for you. I do not love little by little. I do not love little bit, little bit, little bit. Progression. It, it, it's not, I don't love it. I'm sure many of you don't love it as well. You know, if, if I'm there, I'm like, I'm good with the promise, but, but how long exactly, God? How long exactly is little by little? Um, can you give me a timeline? I don't know how many times I've prayed for a timeline in my life. I can tell you that God has given me very few timelines in my life. He's given me a whole lot of promises across the story, but very few timelines. But what he has given us, what he says here, I think he says to us is, you can work with this. You can work with, number one, the process of little by little. There's a process and a principle we're going to look at. Number one, the process of little by little. And... How is it with sitting with your mind? And I, what I love about the little by little process, God gives the reason for it, not because he's trying to frustrate them, annoy them or hold them back. He says, the, it's going to be little by little because I want you to be able to handle it. Don't you love that about God? I love that about God. I don't love the little by little, but I love the heart behind it. I want you to be able to handle it. If I give you expansive too early, it'll overwhelm you. If I give you expansive before you're ready, you're going to waste it. If I give you expansive before you're ready to go, people are going to fall through the cracks. I love this about God. That he says, hey, I want to give you the future. I have a promise for you. And I'm going to do it little by little as you can handle it. It's the heart of God who cares too much to let us squander here and perish here and be overwhelmed here. It's the heart of God that uses the journey that uses the journey we are on to mould us more into the image of his son, even as he brings his promise to pass. Oh, he's an incredible God. I love this thought from Romans 12 in the message translation. It says this, um, readily recognise what he, God, wants from you and quickly respond to it. I think this really helps us in the little by little. Recognise what God wants from you and quickly respond to it. I remember reading this a few years ago and thinking, if I could just condense the time between what God calls me to and my response to it, between what God's working in me and my responding to it, whatever's going on, that my little by little could begin to move a little faster and faster. Now God's still in charge of it. But you know, the reality is there's a human element to this whereby a generation before them actually had the same promise. Actually, the original promise we're reading here is to the previous generation. And we know that they squander the promise because their little by little turns to going in circles. They just squander it. And then the next generation turns up and they just little by little turning up, responding to God, moving forward, this step, the next step, that kingdom, the next kingdom, that community, the next community, this ground, that ground, just moving forward little by little. And we can move it forward in the time that God always intended, the process of little by little. So, so when we move down to Joshua, 
who actually leads the people into this promise, we get a few hints about little by little. Let me give them to you. Here's the first one. Number one, little by little, with focus, has an expansive future. It says here, he says to Joshua, don't get off track, either left or right, so as to make sure you, go, you get where you're going. He just says, hey, Joshua, focus. Little by little, with focus, will carry you into your God-appointed future. And then he says, you are going to lead this people to inherit the land that I have promised to give their ancestors. Give it everything you have. Do it heart and soul. I love these kind of verses. He says, hey, lead them forward, stay focused on it, and do it heart and soul. Just heart and soul in. Makes such a big difference in our lives. Heart and soul, it's the spirit, isn't it? It's not a season. You ever seen someone be heart and soul for a season because of what's been promised, but heart and soul isn't a season. It's a spirit we live with. Uh, my favourite, maybe my favourite example of this is in 1 Samuel chapter 14 when, when Jonathan is going up to uh, take on the Philistines and he's got his armour bearer with him. And he says, hey, listen, we are greatly outnumbered. But God's put this thing in my heart. And if you're crazy enough, we're going to do this and believe for God to turn up. And the armor bearer says to him, hey, Jonathan, I don't know what you're about to say next, but I'm with you. I'm with your heart and soul. And when a person comes to little by little and in them is heart and soul as it relates to the things of God, something can go on. Something can go on in that place. There, there's, this, um, there's this photo that I keep on my um, phone, this image. And it's from when we were uh, building our, our new auditorium in Tamworth. It was the night before. Actually, Pastor Jack spoke at the opening of that building. And, but the night before, um, there's these rooms out the back that no one would ever see. It's like my office and a, and a couple of little office rooms, all the other office spaces next door. And so it didn't need to be done. It didn't need to be ready for the opening. But one of our staff and some of our team decided they were going to get it ready. We weren't going to use trades, they were going to do it themselves. So they've painted it, carpeted it. And it's like 10 p.m. the night before opening. And I walked in on one of our now staff and she had a little blow heater in her hands. And she's got it up against the white painted wall, ensuring that the paint has every chance to dry before the day of the opening tomorrow in a room that nobody would enter and nobody would see, but that's the kind of spirit in her. That kind of little by little good, has incredible expansive potential and a God-appointed future. Little by little, done heart and soul. And then my last thought before we move is little by little with resilience. A little bit of robustness, a bit of old school robustness, a bit of God-built-in resilience, just full of faith, full of fight, full of grit, full of stick to just having that on the inside. I'm just, I'm not going away. I'm here, I'm little by little. I'm stepping forward into the God-appointed future. I'm not quitting, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not stepping aside. It doesn't matter who falls away. It doesn't matter if things don't go as quickly as I like. I'm just moving forward little by little. And when a person does that by the power of the Spirit of God in the promise that he's given with a people that he's called to for a particular purpose, when that starts to go, on. God will move them little by little to the promise and then this is what will happen. It'll come to suddenly moments. And it comes to suddenly moments every single time. That's my experience. I tell you, I've seen so many suddenly moments in my life. Again, if we just use the, the Tamworth building, the new building, I remember when it became available for sale. We were short by a six-figure number to be able to purchase it. 
And uh, you don't know me, but I've got the worst memory you have ever seen. Now, some of you are like, no, Darren, you don't know. No, honestly, you don't know. I've forgotten my children. I've left them at school. I've locked kids in the car when I've got out of it. I've, I've, I've left cars in the wrong car park. Oh, you name it, I have done it. It's a miracle that we're here. Left my keys and my, uh, not my keys, my wallet and my phone at a house. This afternoon, I went back to pick them up. When I walked in, the man and the lady who were there said, Darren, do you think about buying the building next door? I said, we are, but you know, we're, we're short this amount of money. It's quite a sum. And we just don't want to go into debt for this. And, and uh, I said, oh, we'll give you X. And it was nearly everything. By the end of the next day, we had all the money. For 30 years, people had prayed for that building. Before I was even a believer, people were praying over that building next door to our current one. People were praying for it. People were, were giving sacrificially to a future in their heart. And, and it looked like, for 29 years, it looked like it wasn't happening. They just kept praying. Little by little, they moved towards it. And then we came to a God-given, God-appointed suddenly moment. It's what he does. It's always what he does. It's in your life. It's in mine. It's in our future. Number two, the principle. Number two is the principle. Little by little, I will drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. Uh, this is, I think this is such a powerful idea. There's an increase in them that needs to go on for the increase that God's promised to come to pass. This is so true of our lives. This is so true of us as a church. There's an increase sometimes to go on in us. There's an increase to go on that brings about the increase of God. And so they went to work on that. He says, hey, I'm not going to give it to you yet. I'm going to give it to you little by little. As you increase enough to handle it, I'm going to bring it to pass. So what's the increase that needs to go on in you? What's the increase that needs to go on in me? What's the increase that needs to go on as a church? What is that? That there might be increase that God brings to pass. Increase for increase. You might put it like this, capacity for expansion. Um, uh, a few years ago, about eight years ago now, I had this thought come into my mind, I thought was the Holy Spirit about the future of our church. At that time, our church was one church in one location, certain size. And I had this thought come into my mind about the future and where we would be. And, you know, I sat down, I wrote it down, started to think about the plan that we would need to carry us there, the staff, the resources, the structure, the systems, all of that. Then put it in the hands of capable people. We worked it through. And from there, we just started to work towards it and work towards it. And you know, just last year, a little bit earlier in the year, this time last year, I was driving up to our church in Armidale and I realised that this impossible increase had now come to pass across our region. And it was like, we did the increase that we could only do, or God had called us to, and he brought past the, the increase we could never do. Like literally could not do. I'm not that clever. And as much as I love my wife and our team, nor are they. But God in his grace, when we built in the increase that he called us to build in, 
He brought to pass only the increase, the increase that only he can work. It's true of your life. You know, I don't know, maybe, you know, business guys on the, on the link today, I just encourage you, men and women, when I say guys, it's not gender specific. Business guys, I'm just saying, you know, maybe you've got a dream in your heart. Well, you know, now's the time to build in increased potential, expensive potential and capacity by living kingdom first in the moment. You know, I've seen guys have incredible business, kingdom businesses explode, my own brothers. And I've seen other people talk it for years and never have it come to pass. But what it comes back to is what they do with what they've got right now, stewarding now to the fullest of their ability, building in increase for an increase to come, just wherever we're up to, that we see that go on in our life. Steward the now to the fullest of its ability. Trust that God orchestrates, I'm trying to rush. Trust the God orchestrated process. Oh, there is so much we can't see, but God's got it. Trust the God orchestrated process and build in future capacity. As I wrap, I want to wrap with this thought. Number three, it's not going to come on the screen. Number three is the person. Just be the capacity. If I can take my eye, uh, our eyes off of your personal story to the church that you're a part of for this final moment, just to be the capacity. I started this by saying about, I look and go, wow, what, what an incredible opportunity, what an incredible stewardship God has entrusted you as a church with. I feel like if Jesus was standing here right now, he'd say, the harvest is plentiful. The labourers are few. Therefore, Pray for labourers into the harvest field of souls because you stand in a place, in a community at a time where people in their hundreds of thousands are going to be moving within the reach of you as a local church. So as we come out of COVID and as some people determine a new season uh, that is just a little bit more about them, May you be the kind of person that says, no, we're going to be in the house of God. We're going to be serving with God's people. We're going to be loving with God's people. We are going to be part of the increase. We're going to be part of the capacity that means God can bring about increase. Part of the community of faith, that is being family. Part of the community of faith, that is bringing finance. Part of the community of faith that is serving on team. Part of the community of faith that is praying. Part of the community of faith that is in church and at church and building the church and expanding the church. Let's be those kind of people in Jesus' name. Let's be the capacity in the places where we live. When you and I step in, something can go on. When we will build in the increase in our own lives, when we will be the increase in our own church. God can do something beyond that which we can ask, think or imagine you are in that kind of church and you are part of that kind of vision. I don't know if you think you've got a lot to bring or little to bring. Whatever the case, whatever the story, if you will just turn up and bring your loaves and your fish before God in His service at this church, something will go on that you never saw coming and only God can do. In Jesus' name, amen. And God bless you. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you tonight.